0: Breakfast. Hello everyone! Welcome to another episode of Indie Release Dispatch, brought to you by Pixels of Breakfast. I'm your host Steve Heller, and today is November 19, 2023. And apologies for the late dispatch this week. Work continues to be a never-ending grind, and I know typically for us all it is. Uh, and I just didn't have time to throw together this on the usual Friday. So next week I'm actually going to be on proper holiday, so I wanted to get something out now, seeing that there won't be a dispatch on the airwaves next week. But I did manage to get some gaming done even though work has been crazy. My beautiful doggo Arnie was getting a luxurious bubble bath at the groomers. So I sat in a 7-Eleven car park on the outskirts of Yokohama playing World of Horror on the Steam Deck. And first of all, what a great Steam Deck game. It's two bit color scheme and limited animation means that it hardly drains the battery at all. And secondly, go play World of Horror. If you like classic adventure games, turn-based combat and roguelikes, it's a wonderfully unique take on all three genres. But enough about that, let's take a look at the new releases this week. Okay, so the first game that came across my desk was The Last Faith. It's developed by Kumi Souls Games and it's a mostly positive rating on Steam. And it's the animation of The Last Faith that, is what made it stand out to me immediately. The way that the character's hair flows in the wind as they slice and slam their foes with all manners of glorious weaponry is pretty mesmerizing. Now, The Last Faith is taking big Castlevania vibes and mixing them with souls-like elements to deliver their modern take on a gothic adventure, and according to the reviews on Steam, it seems that a lot of people are really digging that. The story casts you in the role of Eric, who is in a race against time as his mind and conscience begins to deteriorate, and chasing salvation, you'll face off against ancient religions and divinities to save your soul. And this one looks pretty neat, and while I don't particularly gel with metroidvanias, it even has me curious to check it out. And next is a game I've heard about for a while, it's called Backpack Hero. It's developed by Jasper and has a very positive rating on Steam, and it was in early access for a while. But if you're the type of player that spends hours managing the perfect inventory layout in Resident Evil, then Backpack Hero will most certainly be your jam. This inventory management roguelike has your adorable mouse collecting items as they move throughout the world, and it's your job to arrange and pack the backpack optimally, getting both bonus power when certain items are placed in specific configurations. There's a full story mode or a run-based roguelike mode with full meta progression and a village to rebuild based on your successes. As I said, this one's been in early access for a while, but it has hit 1.0 this week and is ready for a new influx of tiny adventurers. And keeping with the mouse theme, our next game is Small Saga developed by Daya Noghani, has a very positive rating on Steam. And yeah, it's a mouse-themed turn-based medieval RPG and it hits 1.0 this week. Now, this one was launched on Kickstarter four years ago, but this week has hit Steam with a great response. Taking place under the streets of London, a kingdom of rats, mice, moles, and squirrels, and other beasties live amongst each other. And they have one cardinal law, never attack a god. But when Verm has his tail stolen by the Yellow God of Death, they set forth on a quest to attack all manners of beasts and titans to get his tail back. And it looks like this project was made just by one person, and it really has a striking visual style. As a big fan of Five or Goes West growing up, my inner child is reaching out for this one. Okay, now this next one—it's called Lottlenort. It's developed by Moon Lagoon and has a very positive rating on Steam. Lottlenort, say it with me: Lottlenort. Doesn't it just have a really good mouthfeel? This chirpy, eco-friendly adventure takes place on an alien planet called Gup14. And it's your job as a Lottlenort to explore, clean up the goop under the sea, recycle trash to craft new items and upgrades, and to befriend the friendly Lottles that inhabit the ocean. I'm really getting into this PlayStation 1 filter art style that we're seeing in a lot of games now. And I think that Lottlenort is sharing a really good environmentally focused gameplay message here, which makes it easy to recommend. If you enjoy games like Slime Rancher or Astroneer. this one could be worth considering. The last one on the list is American Arcadia. It's developed by Out of the Blue Games, which has a very positive rating on Steam. And the folks at Out of the Blue Games, they make really good stuff. Their first release was Call of the Sea, Uh, You can check out our YouTube channel for some thoughts I shared about that game. Uh, And it was filled with memorable characters and really great lore. So when I found out that they were working on American Arcadia, it immediately shot up on my watch list. After a lengthy silence, the game has hit steam this week and it tells its tale of Orwell's 1984 meets The Truman Show. You play as every man Trevor Hills, who is simply enjoying his life as a mundane office clerk. However, you're part of this reality TV show called American Arcadia, and mundane doesn't make you popular. And there is a penalty for. being unpopular in this world, Execution. So with the help of Angela Solano, a rogue stage technician, you must get Trevor out of the Arcadia alive, and if possible, bring down the network with it. This one looks super up my alley, and I think for those of you who enjoy dystopian stories, it could be your pick of the week. Okay, and that's it for all the new games, but this week at Pixels for Breakfast, we reviewed The Invincible. Uh, The Invincible is a passable walking sim that has some really heady themes that it never really lets you examine too closely. I really wanted to like The Invincible more than I did, and some aspects of it really did strike a chord with me personally, but as a game I find it a little hard to recommend to everyone. But if you are curious about a hard sci-fi walking simulator, then please go to pixelsbreakfast.net and check out our review there. And as I said, there will be no indie release dispatch next week. I'm going to be on holiday in Shikoku with some friends and I'm going to try and make it a rule to stay off my computer for most of the trip. I'm actually only packing my play date, so I won't be getting much gaming done either, but I really need a break. So please stay tuned for the following week when the dispatch will be returning. Thanks for listening to this podcast, as always. If you find this Release Dispatch useful, please share it with a friend. It's the only way we can keep on growing. Jump in the comments on our website and let us know what indie games that you'll be playing this week. I've been your host, Steve Heller. I'll catch you in the next one.